we all know and we all may have heard that the season of Advent in our own spiritual life is a season of expectation. It's a season of waiting for the Lord. We're waiting for the birth of Christ at Christmas. We're also waiting for our own encounter with Jesus at the end of our lives and at the end of times. Advent is a season that also reminds us that God enters our lives in surprising ways and we are called to respond with faith and generosity. Cardinal O'Connor was the Archbishop of New York from the year 1984 to the year 2000. And, and he had a simple dream. He wanted to be a simple parish priest and work with children of disabilities. He, growing up, he was an ordinary boy. He, he loved hot dogs, he loved cinnamon rolls, he enjoyed playing with the neighborhood kids. And so, as a child, when he, when he told his parents that he wanted to enter the seminary, it was a little shocking. But the parents accepted, and, and at that, in those times, seminary was very strict. There was a there was strict you know, regimen that they had to follow. And so, you know, parents thought, okay, let him try it out. You know, maybe he'll drop out. I mean, you know, uh, you know it's tough to survive, so, so let him go. But he persevered, and he was ordained a priest. And as a young priest, he was, you know, full of life, full of spirit. He took the gospel to heart. He was preaching consistently on the gospel of life. And, and as he was... Um, you know, going on in his priestly ministry, he soon began to realize that the culture around him is not changing. His preaching is not having the great effect on culture like he, would, he wanted it to. So he started praying about this, and it came to him that he, need to, he needs to find a group of women who have committed primarily to praying and fasting on behalf of all of us for all of human life. And that idea of having sisters of life came about. But Cardinal O'Connor, at this point in his life, was 70 years old. He was, you know, about five years to retirement, um, you know, as... Uh, as, a, um, as a cardinal or, or a bishop of New York, at this point in time, you're just thinking about winding down, you're thinking about, you know, relaxing, you've done everything that you could, but, um, and, and you're not thinking of starting something new. But, but our Father, our Heavenly Father, knew that this particular idea, this particular thought, um, could be sown in Cardinal O'Connor because he had a heart that could hold this dream. He had a heart of a priest, of a father. His hero was Jesus and he wanted to imitate Jesus 
um, and his self-giving love and service. So Cardinal O'Connor took this to heart and, and he put an ad in the paper of the Archdiocese, it's called Catholic New York, and he put a simple ad that says, Help Wanted Sisters of Life. And a lot of women started responding, they started writing back to him. And, um, and this particular ad was, you know, taken on on other, um, you know, publications, people, it, it caught on, and finally, as people, women started responding, he decides to have a retreat. And, um, you know, Cardinal O'Connor was a very gifted man. Um, so um, he had a great wit and humor. And uh, at the retreat, he spoke very honestly to these women who were there, I, I believe about 12 or 15 of them. And he said, I, I want to invite you to consider joining a non-existent religious community that I may or may not attempt to found. He continued, I am but a simple priest. If it is of the Holy Spirit, it will work. If it, if it isn't, it won't. So after the retreat, about eight women decided to leave, quit whatever they were doing and join this religious community that Cardinal O'Connor was envisioning. That religious community began with one convent and as, to date, as of today has grown to 29 convents. They began with eight members and now they have 100 members in the community and you're still active um, in promoting the gospel of life. Our readings today talk about faith and surprises. We hear about God's faith and surprises in three individuals, in Ahaz, in St. Paul, and in St. Joseph. In our first reading today, Ahaz is the king of Judah, the southern kingdom of Israel. Isaiah confronts Ahaz on his preparation for the attack of the enemy. To give you just a brief background, there were a couple of kingdoms in the, in the northern part who had formed an alliance and were thinking of attacking um, Judah. And Ahaz gets a word about this and Isaiah uh, expresses the reaction of Ahaz in this way. He says, the heart of the king and the heart of the people trembled as the trees of the forest tremble in the wind. So Ahaz then, what does he do? He goes and asks the king of Assyria for protection. He sends the gold from the temple, as you know, the holy temple of Jerusalem, to, to the king of Assyria so that he could protect him and his kingdom. So in this context, Isaiah is coming and is questioning King Ahaz and saying, don't depend on your alliances that you're trying to build. You know, have faith in God. If your faith is not firm in God, you will perish and your kingdom will perish. So Ahaz, King Ahaz in today's um, reading reacts with this false piety. He says, I will not ask, I will not tempt the Lord. 
Ahaz was afraid. You know, God may tell him, may give him a sign, and he may have to break that alliance that he was trying to form. In our second reading, we hear about St. Paul, and it kind of begins with, I, Paul, a slave of Christ, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel. But St. Paul, if you all know, was a zealous Jew. He, he was willing to persecute anybody who, was, uh, who had a new way of, of, um, of following God or going against the Jewish customs. And, and one day when he's uh, riding on a horse to Damascus, he is thrown off the horse. Uh, he's blinded. And then he's taken to Damascus. And that's when he hears God saying, you know, Paul, Paul, why are you persecuting me? Finally, his blindness is, um, is healed. He accepts the gospel and becomes the greatest apostle of Christ. And in our gospel today, we have St. Joseph, who was um, thinking to divorce a blessed mother because, because she, was, she was pregnant, you, you know, without, without them being together. And so he was a righteous man, so he decided that I'll do this, but I'll do this in a hidden way. And then the angel of the Lord comes to him and says, you know, accept Mary as your wife. The reason that she's conceiving is because she's conceiving through the Holy Spirit. She's going to be the mother of Christ. And he accepts it. So a God is a God of surprises. So the question is, how do we respond? Are we going to respond like Ahaz in fear? Um, don't want a sign from God? Afraid that he may ask me to do changes in my life? Or am I going to respond like Paul or St. Joseph? accepting what God is presenting to me, even though it may not be comfortable. Just like Cardinal O'Connor, when he was 70 years old, was asked, at least, you know, God was asking him if he could found a religious community of women called the Sisters of Life, and he accepted it. So when God surprises us and, and and, and puts us in situations that we're not comfortable with, maybe difficult, maybe not what we anticipated, if we accept them, if we let God enter, we grow deeper in fidelity. We grow deeper in service. God's path in our life becomes clear. True faith is not just repeating um, certain doctrines um, from the book. True faith is having an Advent heart. It's having an expectant heart. Today, December 18th, in, um, in the local church in Spain, they have a veneration of a Blessed Mother um, under the title, Our Lady of Expectation. And, um, and the invitation as they celebrate this feast is, is to get us to think about our Blessed Mother, you know, put ourselves in her shoes. Um, here is a mother who is ex expectant to give birth to the Savior of the world. St. Augustine said our Blessed Mother accepted Christ first and foremost in faith before she accepted or received him in her womb. 
So, um, so a Blessed Mother is a great example of having this advent heart, having this expectant heart. A Blessed Mother is a great example for uh, allowing God to surprise her and to respond by saying, yes, I accept it. I will listen to you. I will follow you. So, so let us go to our Blessed Mother today, um, asking her for that advent heart that we all need as we get closer to Christmas. Um, May that be our prayer today as we're encountering Christ, that I want to be, I, I want to have that advent heart, I want to say yes, I want to respond like Paul, like St. Joseph, like Cardinal O'Connor, um, and, and if that means changing my life, I want to change. Um, Pope Benedict, um, you know, addressing our praying to a Blessed Mother as the Mother of Expectation, um, said this, Oh, Mary, Virgin of Expectation and Mother of Hope, Revive the spirit of Advent in the entire church. And we also pray that may she revive our hearts, make it an Advent heart. May she help us prepare worthily for the coming festivities.